I'm in my pillow talk phase. Hey, speaking of phase, no, we're not starting like that. Not today. We do have to talk about them though. Eh. Guys, I'm back in New York. Woo! That was really fucking loud. Oh, I'm so sorry. But that's what I have compression for. Anyway. One more time. I'll do it from far away. Woo! I'm back in the uh, second greatest city in the world. (laughs) First greatest city in the world. New York, New York. In the building. Um, And we're here, man. We're here to record episode, what is this, 19? Dude. Yeah. 19 fucking episodes of this. We're still going strong, though. We're trying, even though we've been having to like do it on Discord occasionally, and like yeah, and and you've been recording without me. That's okay. I'm not salty. All right, let's get into that. Wait, what? Let, let's get now. Let's get into that for a little bit. Let's get into before we deep dive into like our docket, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you really feel some type of way that I did some interviews without no, you? No, absolutely not. I don't give a shit. I think the brand the brand has to grow, and as if we the keep brand getting people has to grow, yeah, gotta make the brand strong, my my guy. I wish New York would shut the fuck up. Welcome to New York, greatest city in the world. Everyone's dying or everything's catching on fire. I think your mic might be too close. How about now? It's also because I, I well, also... Well, now that's too far. I, I also talk very loud. You know this. That might be good. I'm very energetic. I'm just, I'm actually scared now because of like how shit the audio quality was for like the interview in Dallas. Not like the people that you recorded with who were like, hey, what's up? My name's so-and-so. Yeah. I'm just throwing shade to throw shade. I'm just fucking around. I don't know if that was shade at me or shade at them. I don't know. It was a little bit of both. But no, those, both those interviews are great. You guys should totally listen to them. They're actually really good. And I apologize for my uh, shit quality. I think I had the mic too close to my voice. And then I didn't ask the guests on the first interview to like pull the mic closer to them. But like to me, the audio was fine. Like I was able to manage it. It was just mine that was fucking terrible. Mm. Um, and if you hear munching, it's because Henry's eating some... Sweet chili tortilla Doritos that he dipped in, uh, what was that? Soy soybean paste. Uh, gochujang. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> um, so it is official. Immortals now owns Optic. Yeah, but like we knew that, and like everybody- yeah, but it wasn't like official. It was like yo, it's confirmed by everyone, like you know, closed door kind of stuff. But it wasn't yeah. like officially announced but now it's official yeah it's 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 official that they've acquired it um and uh you know they've already made the they've already said that um they are taking over the the league of legends spot and in terms of the houston outlaws they're going to manage it separately or they're going to have somebody else technically temporarily manage it while they shop around and look for somebody to buy the organization um with that which um Hex has already said he's like, well, I don't know if he said it, but there was like an article going around that said that he is showing interest in purchasing Houston and then would like purchase them and then branch off and make another org, which would kind of suck because it's like, I'm pretty sure Immortals will like own Optic. So it's like, just drink it, dude. Yeah, but they'll own, but they won't own Houston. They won't own Houston, but they will like own the optic brand so like it like I, I don't know to what extent like hex could like <clears throat> brand around optic gaming again well i don't think he will i think he'll he'll more so turn it more so into like branded around houston outlaws and then branch it out and be like oh yeah like our like our base team is is our is our overwatch league team 
And then like, and then okay, now we're like, you could see that we have a successful Overwatch League team. Yes, we acquired it through like a buyout and da 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 da. But like now we're trying to get like funds or like we're trying to make a an, like an LCS team or make a Counter Strike team. We're trying to make a like even a fucking like a Dota two team. Like I think they're gonna he's if he does end up doing this, he's gonna use the basis of the of the Houston Outlaws as like ways of getting other like teams. Well, he'd probably just like take any assets that. Any team assets that Immortals isn't because Immortals essentially just bought it for that League of Legends spot. Like, yeah, that's all they cared about. That's all they wanted because they wanted to be, uh, be back in. Yeah, so they'll probably just like if he buys Houston from them, like if that deal is able to go through. I can literally just see it being a package deal. Where like, hey, you get Houston, you get CS:GO, you get the Gears people, you get everyone who's shit pretty much under Optic that isn't League. I don't think so. I think they're gonna keep everything. No, they've already said that they're getting rid of the CSGO team. Um, They're dropping, I think it was someone else in regards to the CSGO team, that they're actually dropping completely outside of just Houston. Mm. They're waiting to sell. But Mm. they essentially did all of this to get that league spot. Which is terrible because league is trash. I won't won't go that far to say that. Actually, no. You know what? I'm going to say this on record. Riot is a terrible fucking company. They just got into more, some more hot water, didn't they? They did. They did. Uh, they are currently being, uh, well, reinvestigated again for uh, gender discrimination, sexual misconduct. But, um, but is this from the previous stuff that happened, or is it like new stuff? It's that, new, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, right? <clears throat> no, but here's the thing, and I've said it before. Watch them release like KDA2 to distract everyone from the fact that they're a shitty fucking company at times. Um but they also released a statement that they were like, we've been committed since the beginning of the investigation to like providing all evidence that we are like, um, that we're, um, that we're an accepting organization, that we are, that we do not gender discriminate, that we're an equal opportunity business. Um, <laughs> if that's the case, like, why is all this shit still going? Why are all, why have your, why have your employees at Riot walked out? Why are they, why? Because you're a shitty company, Riot. I won't, and, and I won't all, just say right though. I would, I would say the the game industry, but it's probably more focused at like they're at the pinnacle of it right now, like because it's so yeah. You only hear it. You only really hear it coming out of Riot at yeah, the moment. And, and 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 but and then you have and then and then again it goes back to the idea of like people just being like like they don't they're just still distracted because it's like oh I'm I got I'm a I'm a partner for for League of Legends. Here's free skin codes. Did you see KDA? Did you see this? Did you see that? And it's like they distract you with this to like hide the fact that low key they're pieces of shit. But that's not what we're talking about. Um, <clears throat> do you? How do you feel about them just like take like essentially, Immortals just buying this just for this one one game essentially, and then just dropping everything else? I understand. I can understand why they did it. Um, I don't. To me, it kind of seems like a little pointless. I feel like they could have probably waited and bought back in at the end of a franchise instead of just buying out an entire like org. But then again, I think it more goes into play because it's not like it's not like they only bought that league spot. They literally bought an entire like organization, and like that org was already looking to buy out. So I feel right, like right, kinda, right. it was like a a thing that just worked in the opportunity for them to get back in. Um, I can see where they did it. It's just unfortunate because it's like all these people that fell under optic and the fans who 
love optic are kind of now losing um like a team that they were super loyal to yeah which in esports is to some extent if you haven't built your org up to like this pedestal um people normally aren't fans of the org they're they're more fans of the the players um so i feel like optic did a great job with building people to have a fan base of the actual org and not just the players alone um but yeah, I think I think it just sucks that some of these players are gonna get dropped and like have to deal with probably some bullshit that essentially could have just been avoided. Or I kind of just wish Hex would have been able to purchase them. Honestly, uh, yeah. Hmm. I I also I also think like Immortals. For me, looking at it from like not being a part of in an esports org, to me, just reading all the stuff, it kind of felt like they. They bit off more that they can chew, but then again, they have a bunch of uh, series funding that they got, so they probably will be able to pay off yeah. whatever debts they owe, mm. um, especially with you know being able to sell sell the uh, the players. Yeah. Um, so speaking of optic, how do you feel about the whole team solo mid uh, optic? Um, the diesel beef. Yeah, the diesel beef. I think it's fucking hilarious. I think it was really fucking hilarious the reason that they got in the argument in the first place. <laughs> because of Diesel's wife. Wife. Or fiance. Yeah, his his SO. Um and it's funny because like Reginald was like Shout out to Mrs. May, you're really cool. She was he <laughs> Reginald was Met like you a couple times, you're pretty chill. <laughs> Reginald was like, Yeah, she, uh she spilled a drink on us and then she was being very aggressive and Diesel was like, uh yeah, you're bullshitting because first, like you said, you could get her kicked out of the party, blah, blah, blah. So, like, if you're going to be, like, an asshole and, like, try to flex on people, then I'm going to fucking call you out. I won't say I agree with Reginald 100%. I won't say that because, like, I've met Miss May, like, in passing, if that makes sense. Um, and she was intoxicated. I won't say she spilled a drink on me because that didn't happen. But I won't say that she was aggressive, but she was definitely very loud and outgoing so i could i kind of under i can understand yeah but here's like i won't say like oh she was in his face but i could definitely see like or reginald if reginald is like the person who is like very quiet and to himself i could see why if she's being loud and she's about to drink and she didn't apologize why he would say oh she's being aggressive do i think she was probably but here's the thing we're all assholes when we're drunk Mm. yes we are don't give me that Mm. That's the painful. After 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 enough drinks, you become a little bit aggressive. You become you, kind did, of an asshole. Did you say enough drinks or enough drinks? Because I'll fight drinks. you. Drinks. Okay. I'll fight you. Shout out to Toronto Raptors for winning the NBA Finals. Let's go. I'll fight you. I think you're like rattling your mic too much. Sorry. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Because I think it's catching. Better? Yeah, I guess. Just hold it like that. He's really salty that... About that, the the golden well, no, state I, it, raptor. I do, it's rust. It's rustling in my ear. Yes, so. I understand that, but you're also really but, salty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where the fuck is the music? That's my question. Did the music drop yet? Um, he actually dropped something. I'm checking Spotify. Keep talking. Uh, he dropped sports. The best in the world. Okay, yeah, I'll listen to that after the podcast. On but, June 15th, he dropped it. But yeah, where were we? Oh, discussing beef, and not a, not about my beef with the uh, Drake and the Raptors. Okay, so. Um, I don't know. I think I think everybody like can become a little aggressive or a little like too rambunctious after a couple of drinks. But I don't think there's any reason to like call out somebody and be like, "Yo, I could get you kicked out of this party." 
Yeah, that 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 was definitely the douche parsey douchebaggy like, part. Relax, okay. Like, yo, like, I can get you kicked out. It's like, um, yeah. So can me just being drunk. Like, oh, I can get you kicked out. Hey, you know, also who could kick you out? Anybody who works at the venue. They could just be like, this person's low key, like, and they don't have an organization or they don't have money. So relax. Yeah, it was. I think I think it was the. It was just weird how it like happened. The fact that like I get it, Diesel wanted to call him out and yeah. saying like. Was this at E3? Uh, I believe it was at an E3 party. Yeah. So speaking of the E3, should probably jump into it. All right, I'm going to be honest. I've really only watched the Bethesda press conference, and I only watched it to laugh at my own company. <laughs> you just said that on air. I don't give a fuck. I just wanted to laugh. Um, because I knew, I knew what was BS and what was there. I'm sorry, but like, what about, what about Keanu Reeves? I mean, I did see that. Check this out. You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. No, no, I was super excited. I will say, though, for Cyberpunk, that being one of the games that I am excited for, like outside of like Gears 5 and Halo, the voice acting that they had in the uh, trailer, which was another big thing at E3, there was not much gameplay at all from what I heard or saw. It was like a bunch of fucking just game trailers. Um, the voice acting for some of the, the people in Cyberpunk that was in that game trailer did not sound that great to me. Um, they didn't sound terrible. It just sounded like some of the voices just didn't match like the way the characters look. It just felt really I think off. it's also a game that's still in development. And I think they're definitely going to probably end up re-recording some stuff and like going back into mixing and stuff like that. Um, I especially think like, like, I mean, like games can change. Even voice actors can change. Look at Destiny. Like yeah. they, like Peter Dinklage got cut. And they changed it. And he actually did a fucking amazing job. It was just terrible writing. Did he, then. though? Yeah. For He, didn't, he delivered he, his lies like he was, like, dead. Yeah, he was. He was a fucking ghost. Yeah. But he also didn't write the lines. That's true. That's but the thing I, that I'm not going to say he did great. I didn't, I I'm not going to say he did amazing. I didn't have a problem with it. I won't say he did great, because I, yeah. I I don't know what great that. Uh, to me, it, I, I didn't have an issue with him and his performance in Destiny the way everyone else did. No. Yeah. I didn't think he was that great. There was way other shittier things about Destiny than his voice acting. Oh, spicy picante. Yeah. Uh, Developers and publishers, allow your developers to finish the fucking game before you release it because Destiny was not a full game and it's kind of bullshit that you try to use it and say, oh, this game's a service. No, it fucking wasn't. It was an incomplete game. Yeah, but did you play Taken King though? That's it. Play what? Taken King. No. The expansion for it? No. Made it a whole better game. I stopped playing because it was bullshit. Um, Complete bullshit. I think I can just hear my leg like rattling on the fucking. Where were we going with this E three? Um, what else did you like about E three? So I saw the Star Wars gameplay trailer. Did you see it? No, they had actual gameplay. Oh no, 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 they did have gameplay. You're right. Which Correct. weird choice to have the dude who played Joker in Gotham uh, be your leading man for that game? I don't. He doesn't have a very protagony faced protagonist faced faced face. I don't mind it. I liked him in Gotham. I thought Gotham was trash, but okay. I said I liked him in Gotham. I didn't say I liked Gotham. Even okay. though I did watch Gotham. Um, for a had, so bit. yeah, I I mean, it's just, I mean, the game looks okay. Um, to be fair though, it it looked like more of like a tech demo. Well, to be fair, anytime you see the gameplay at E3, which I don't know if the public cares or even notices, and I don't know if this is like some groundbreaking thing, which I don't think it is. But for those who aren't in the industry. The demos that you see at E3 
are fucking super polished out demos that sometimes that shit doesn't even make it into the game. Like some of the shit that you see at E3 is not even it was like some piece that they're just like, oh, we're going to put this in. Actually, no, take it out. But let's polish it. And then because it's so complete. And then well, it's usually like a it. vignette, you know, um, and another thing about E3 Kingdom Hearts 3 is fucking trash. I don't care if you're giving me DLC. I don't give a shit. That game is trash and that whole series is trash. Was DLC announced for it? Yeah. They came out with this shitty fucking trailer that looked like an old ass AMV where like they didn't even have the voice actors talking. They just had like my mama like voices like mouths moving and 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 then they would do subtitles. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. Here's my thing. Kingdom Hearts is a trash series. All right. I'm not going to let you get that one off. I'm going to say it. I'm not letting you get that fucking off. I'm saying it. Maybe the third one. I haven't played it, but I'm not letting you say the whole series is trash. I'm sorry. Kingdom Hearts one is the only good one. Kingdom Hearts 2 wasn't that bad. It's inventive, it's intuitive, it's revolutionary. Yeah, but they also had the shittiest camera of all time. But it created like it created like RPG systems that it for me it really defined like the action RPG sort of setup. Because and you have a lot of games that are now coming out, like when Crisis Core came out, Final Fantasy VII remake coming out, like a lot of those things take a lot of cues from that battle system from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. With that being said, the other games, pretty trash. They took a, a very simple, not simple, but they took a pretty solid plot and they like convoluted it and, and tried to invent like new characters and stuff like that because you know what they did? They did what every fucking franchise does. Sorry. And they did the, oh, we got to create just this just apologize ca- for a yes, cursing? Yes. I don't know. Who you give me a look. You? Who the fuck are you? I know. You know how we get down on this podcast. They, they, they created this like... They did it more so to pander to peep to like fans and stuff and instead of trying to create like a solid game. No, they they created this like world that like people could be like, oh, like I've been playing for so long. Oh my god, look at my character and this and that and look at like no, like you pander to your to your fan base instead of wanting to create a good story. Well, I think also with part of it, I think Kingdom I, Hearts three was a fucking mess. I feel like most of your disdain is coming toward Kingdom Hearts three. No, I hate I hate it. Dream Drop Distance. I hate it. All right, now you're getting into the let's let's take to like the the real Kingdom Hearts. I hate it too. I hate it. Three sixty eight divided by two or whatever it is. Real Kingdom Hearts. No, those are real games because because here's the thing. No, because here's the thing. How are you gonna? You don't know the fucking story of Kingdom Hearts three if you don't play any of the games that were in between Kingdom Hearts two and three. You don't because Uh, do you have DS three DS money? No, because Kingdom Hearts 3 opens up and it's like, hey, hope you fucking know about this thing that happened in this random 3DS game. Yeah, you know why they did that? hey, hope you knew about this thing that happened in a mobile game that we remade and put it made into a fucking movie onto a a PS4 re-release of the game. All right, first of all, if you're going to shit on like mobile games being like fucking ported and all this other shit, you have to shit on San Andreas when they fucking ported the mobile version to Xbox 360 and then was like, yeah, it's the fucking 20 year edition version that we redid. No motherfuckers. You just put the mobile version on Xbox oh, and it was oh, shit. And I'm the angry one. All right. But <laughs> when it comes to kingdom hearts, I feel like more of where the fuck up with them is, is not that they tried to cater to their audience. I think they had to find a way to implement all those Disney characters into the fucking game and milk that shit. Because I'm pretty sure they have some type, whatever deal they have with Disney, it's signed. I'm pretty sure it's signed that they have to use like Disney characters. And as they're released, they have to put in new iterations of them. So I feel like they, in a way, were forced to milk those characters. And it's kind of like, all right, how can we just throw these characters in? I don't think so at all. What? 
I don't think so. You you wait. How how many years was it before Kingdom Hearts three came out? I don't 10, even know. 12? A lot. Yeah. How many Disney characters came out over the span of that? But they didn't have to. No, whatever their deal is, probably they did have to. Okay, what do you think? You think they're going to spend that much time with, if the game was already almost complete, which I'm pretty sure it was when it probably hit like the eight year mark, you think that them completing the game and then Disney coming coming in and being like, hey, by the way, we have all these new characters that you need to have in the game somehow, some way. And they're like, all right, shit, now we got to redo all this shit. That's going to fuck the story up. I think it was still a trash story. Because here's the thing. You're just heartless. Fuck off. Here's the thing. <laughs> Half the story. One second. Half the story. Not even. Majority of the story has nothing to do with Disney characters. Because remember, who are the main villains in the original Kingdom Hearts? You have Maleficent. Mickey Mouse. What? Maleficent, <laughs> Pete. Yes, they were teaming up with Ansem. They were interacting and all that shit. And they were like... They were generally contributing to the plot of like, oh, they work for the Heartless, they summon Heartless, da 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 Kingdom Hearts 2 came and it's like, Organization 13 and these fucking guys in these fucking hoods that have nothing to do with any of these Disney villains. Well, and then now was, it's wasn't like, it that he and now led that organization? What? Wasn't it the fact that the main villain from the first one led that organization? Or no, there was like a second, I can't remember the story off the top of my head. Well, it was like two people and then one like died and then yes, the dude who didn't die. Yeah, then he like became... Like Heartless the- Ansem was evil and then there was like... Then there was the real Ansem and then, sorry, I'm adjusting myself. Henry's getting in his pillow talk like formation. No, my foot was falling asleep so I had to reposition. Um, It was just a mess and it had nothing to do with the Disney characters. The story itself is a mess. That's all I'm going to say on it. Oh, I was just saying that if it if it is a mess, I feel like it might have been because they had to throw the Disney characters in. No. Some, like, not not tie them into the story, but just throw them in. And that, The story that itself didn't. was a fucking mess. Like, the base story without any of the Disney characters was a mess. That's all I'm going to say on that. But speaking of E3, a very famous Twitch streamer is in very hot water. All right, first of all, I just want to say fuck him for saying... Mobile gamers aren't gamers. I don't play mobile games, but I respect people that do play on mobile. Um, because uh, you can't shout out to all my friends who play Fate Go, Fate Grand Order on the mobile and literally put hours and hours and tons of money into that game. You're rubbing the mic again. <laughs> I did that one on purpose. But shout out to them. No, so if I, you guys I just I just think it's super, super inconsiderate to the people who um, develop and publish mobile games and I'm, when I'm talking about mobile games I'm not talking about like the your basic slot machines things Fortnite. like I, I will throw Fortnite in there and say yeah the epic developing Fortnite like people that actually put a bunch of time and effort into developing a, a full on uh, like multiplayer or sometimes even some random story like mobile games I think it's like super inconsiderate to say like oh the oh, people yeah, that play those games aren't gamers and it's like the people that make it are so how are you gonna just like discredit all of their you know their work and say yeah, yeah this game that you made it's not a game because people that are playing it aren't gamers it's like yeah. who the fuck are you so if we don't know if you guys don't know who we're talking about we're talking about Dr. Disrespect uh, famous Twitch streamer um, basically he said that and then another issue that happened he was live streaming at E3 and him and his cameraman decided they went into the bathroom. Um, more the, than once. More than once. 
And basically one of the biggest things was that they put the camera in the corner and people were actually going into the bathroom, using the bathroom. He was using the bathroom, then they would leave. Walk the floor, whatever. A, that's fucking weird. B, there's now speculation that a couple times he went to the bathroom, there was minors going into the bathroom. I think in one of the screenshots, there's actually a kid in it. Yeah. Like, he... I, I can't say his... Like, I don't know his exact age, but he looked like he was at least... 15 or 16. Yeah. So it's the idea. It's again, and he came out, he broke his silence yesterday or today, and he he essentially just tweeted, um, mishaps lead to recaps, full video soon. Well, yeah, that's supposed to be his announcement to like whatever I'm addressing. But he did say that he fired his camera guy, but I think that's the safe face. I think he did this. I think this whole thing was on purpose. Oh, I think so. Absolutely. Because one, if you do it multiple times, like, come on. You, 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 you know that there's clearly a rule. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure someone made you aware before you even went to E3, and you're one of the biggest streamers on the fucking platform. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, they made it aware, like, hey, these are some things that, like, they reiterated things to you, say, hey, please don't do this. I'm glad that he got his fucking E3 badge, like, taken away. Yeah. Um, Not to say, like, oh, because he can still watch the press conference and shit, but, like, you don't need to be there, and, like, you're, you're, you're in a way, you're kind of making it, so that kids and other people that are in fucking the streaming industry or that are streamers, most of them are aware, like, that's not an okay to thing, okay thing to do, but you're kind of promoting it and saying, like, hey, like, if you want to get popular, do some controversial shit, which yeah. is always a way to fucking get popularity. But it's like, he knows that, like, okay, I'm going to get banned. It's not going to be permanent. Yeah. But when I come back, I'm going to have new people who want to see me. I'm going to bring back old people who stopped watching me. Like, everyone who heard about this band is now going to come back to watch me stream. Yeah. And I think that's part. And again, he did it during one of the biggest industry events. Yes, E3 has fell off for what it is. It's now more of a, it's always been like a great place to go see friends and like, you know, catch people that you haven't always, but it's a, it's an industry thing. It's a big yeah. showcasing and to show investors and, and it's actually, it's like, if, it's what a, they're spending their money on. It's a professional thing, essentially, yeah. at the end of the day. Like, when you think about it. It's business. Yeah. And for him, his business was, hey, let me go into the biggest games, second game uh, conference, because it's not really a con. Um, the big second biggest, like, game thing outside of, like, Gamescom. And let me do something controversial. Let me go into the fucking bathroom. Yeah. Multiple times. And, you know, I'll get banned. But, again, I'll be right back. I think that's the biggest problem is that we, we don't we don't penalize people enough in this industry. We just be like, Oh, it's you know, here's a slap on the wrist and whatever. Like we don't ever really we rarely ever like Well well, well we don't cancel like I hate the fucking phrase, but we culture. But we don't really cancel people in gaming culture. We just kinda like get out of here for a little bit and you'll be back. Unless there, you're pro Jared. There, there is there <laughs> is cancel culture in gaming. But I think, to the extent, uh, I, 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 it's a thing with cancel culture, cancel culture in general. It's a hey, we're gonna, we're not gonna support you for a little bit. Once, once we feel like you fell off or you're not as popular, then we'll start supporting you again. Or until the, you do some bullshit. Or the other thing is, it's the idea of it's like we're not gonna this this brand this group of people aren't gonna support you. You're gonna fall off a little bit, and then another, a new group that doesn't really know about your shit is suddenly gonna yeah, come out the woodwork and and kind of start following you and stuff like that. And even when people call you out, call them out and be like, "Yo, why are you following this person?" 
they did X, Y, and Z, they'll be like, oh, but they did X, Y, and Z in the, in the past. Like, they've changed their different. Yeah. I stand them. It's that stand culture that I hate. Well, would you say stand culture and cancel culture are essentially, like, to some extent, one and the same? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and this is something that um, at one point I had on the dog. I don't know what happened to it, but it's a, it's a super important question that I think I brought up previously, but we didn't really, like, really discuss it. Yeah. And I think with this happening, I, it's, it's actually a topic that I really want to discuss, but the fact that, because what you just said, right, you said that these people, like, they're not really, they don't really get into any trouble. Yeah. Like, they get into, like, a brief trouble. Hey, you got a brief ban. Blah, blah, blah. People are pissed. They're outraged for a little bit. But we're not really doing anything to say, like, you know what? Like, nah, you're fucking done. Right? And I think part of that is because people realize, or, oh, excuse me, people don't realize, but people who work in publishing for the game industry these streamers are the new marketers. Yeah. So it's pretty much saying like you can't, in a sense, publishers will not allow these streamers to get blackballed because, because they need them. Because Yeah. So pretty much it's like I need the streamer so that I can market my game. If you ban them from the platform, they now that's a, a large audience that granted they could easily just go to another streamer. And that streamer could blow up because they're playing a game that no one has. Right. Boom. You just created a new fucking superstar. But instead, they already they want to use who's already there. They don't want to fucking. Well, it's always the idea they want to utilize the audience that they have readily available. That's what I mean. Because so, because it's going to take a while for for someone to pop off. It's going to take a couple months, and by then their game might be dead. Well, I'm talking about new games. Look at Apex. No one knew Apex was coming, but Doc Shroud, all these guys had access to the game. Yeah. Prior, and it's like they could have easily went to some smaller streamers and been like, they could have went to streamers that people have never heard of, right? Apex could have. Hey, we're gonna give you X amount of money to play this. Those streamers are gonna blow up because people are gonna see what the fuck is this random Apex Legends? Like, there's a spike in the game. Yeah. None of these streamers I've ever heard of are playing it, and people are gonna follow those streamers because they're playing a game that they've never heard of. Well, it's like back in the day when. <clears throat> When like all these like low like regular like average streamers that who didn't blow up yet, they all started playing like Gary's mod and like Half Life mods and stuff like that, and and then they would play them, and then all of a sudden like they became super fucking popular, and then people were like, oh yeah, that was so and so who used to play like G mod all the time and stuff like that, and that's why G mod is really popular, um, and that's why like Valve does really well with a game that's essentially free. Yeah, but but I think it's more of. Um Again, what I was saying was, I think publishers realize how important um, the streamers are. So in a way, they're kind of shielded because it's like publishers and developers can go and say, well, you know, hey, if we can't use this person to market our game, like, what games are you going to like? Not to say like Twitch is going to like die, right? Because there's so many games out there that people can stream. But it's like Twitch wants that viewership because that's money for them when a new game is released. Yeah. So in a way, the streamers are kind of protected because the publishers and developers want to utilize their audience. Yeah. And so they don't and, have to spend more money. Yeah. And it's the idea of it's, it's these people are, it's, it's almost free marketing. You That's exactly. Well, to you, some extent, you get away with murder with it. Cause you, sometimes you don't actually have to pay. You just give them a free copy of the game. And it's like, Hey, stream it. And here's some codes for some stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, the bigger streamers definitely are. Oh yeah. Yeah. But like the smaller stream is essentially before they blow up. It's like, Oh, here's some free codes for skins yeah. and here's the game for free. And that's it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's my big issue with um I don't I don't mind streamers being marketers, right? For the game. But it's when they have this kind of shielded cloak that the consumers don't really pay attention to or I don't think they pay attention to. Um but in the industry knows that it's there. Again, Dr. Disrespect is not going to be permanently banned. He'll if, be back. If anything, he might get 30 days. If at most, I don't see him getting banned. And even then, if it's like indefinite, if they do like the indefinite ban, yeah. Apparently, that indefinite ban, like, is automatic. Well, I won't say automatically, but somehow it's like lifted after like two years. Yeah. Or was was it? I think it might have been two years, um, or like a X amount of months. But even that, even if Doctor Disrespect was banned for two two years, right? And he decided to come back and stream. He's still gonna pull in those numbers because people are gonna be like, "Oh shit, this is the guy. His brand is large enough to the point where it's like, oh shit, he was gone for two years. Like, I want to go see what happened or how he's gonna come back and do all this. I want to see all the shenanigans that's gonna." Yeah, be they want to follow the journey, the rise and the fall, or the fall and the rise. Yeah. Now, to to some extent, will his brand be tarnished if he's gone for two years? One hundred percent. Yeah. Well, not tarnished, but it'll have lost its value. But I think he could build it back up. Yeah. By by then, two years. Majority of the people will probably have forgotten that. Oh yeah, he got banned because he was recording in the bathroom. Yeah, he could also get uh have legal trouble because of that, because uh, it's illegal to. Well, I think it's illegal to record in the bathroom anywhere, but in the state of California, it's like there was something like with that minor, like yeah. recording that minor or something, is what he'll get in trouble for. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was, that was my that was my rant on uh. Doctor disrespect. Well, not really doctor disrespect, but again, streamers being marketers. I don't. I don't mind it, and I'm happy that it's a thing. I just don't like that. That's the only thing that publishers are essentially relying on. Now. It also puts it also puts them. It, it puts a lot of streamers on pedestals that they don't, that they shouldn't. Well, be yeah, on. we publishers give these give the streamers these egos that make it seem like oh I'm high and mighty or I'm better than you guys or I'm this famous like celebrity and it's kind of like that's the thing that people forget is like there's a difference between a celebrity and an artist. And this is what I've started to notice more with the music industry and people blowing well, up. Well, I, there's also the idea of um, somebody brought this up. The idea of if you saw like a, a famous celebrity out in the streets, you wouldn't run up to them and try to hug them and take a selfie with them. But if you saw a YouTuber or a Twitch streamer or somebody like that in the streets, you would probably run up to them and be like, oh, my God, can we have a hug? Can we like this, this? Like because you feel like you know their life because you see them every day. I th- I think. So I think that's a, it's kind of like two sided because I think with with a celebrity people will run up to them, try to get their autograph, maybe not hug them, but like take pictures and stuff. But I think what's different with the YouTuber and streamer is you they're 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 somewhat more relatable, but you're also trying to get into their pl- you're trying to insert yourself into their platform. Well, I think also like I think a, like especially YouTube, I think YouTube tricks people into thinking that they're friends with somebody who they're not friends with. Yeah. Well, I, streaming, because it's streaming like, same. it's like, oh, this is my vlog. This is my life. This is my friends. This is my family. This is my dog. This is what I'm eating. This is what I'm playing. This is what I'm doing. When you know that much about somebody's life, it's you, you start you're invested. To, you're invested and you start thinking like, oh, like you think it makes you think that you have this personal connection with somebody. Because in real life, if you knew somebody's daily routine, you knew their mom, you knew their dog. You, you wouldn't be that interested. You knew their favorite restaurant. Not just that, but you would be like, oh, they're my friend. And that's it. Like, you'd be, oh, that's my friend. I don't, like, you wouldn't be as interested. 
but it's the idea it's also the idea of like oh like i know all this about about their life so if we met like we could like we'd vibe really well together or we'd be like whatever or and i think that's why also like a lot of like male audiences think that for some reason like they can get away with like sexually harassing female twitch streamers and female and and female youtube content creators because they feel like oh i know all about your life i'd be like i feel like i could date you i feel like i i know really well about like your your habits and i feel like i could treat you right as a boyfriend um because i watch you every day i'm in your streams all the time i know your personality because you're exposed 24-7 or, or close to 24-7. It's a, it's a one-sided thing of getting to know an individual. Yeah. Um, and then the person, again, like you said, becomes invested. But the other person is not invested because they don't know anything about you. They just know of you. Yeah. Um, they know you as a username who donated 50 bits. Was that fucked up? Nah. A little bit. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot where I was going, though. Um... Where was yeah. I headed with this? You'll get it. I don't know. You're talking about streamers. Um, uh, let me let me try to let me. Oh, I think I think for me, it is. What was I saying? I was saying the publishers. Oh, the the publishers. So okay, that's where I was at. There's a difference between a celebrity and a a, a famous celebrity and it, an artist. And this, again, this is what I've started to notice with um, the way the entertainment industry as a whole is moving, yeah. right? We're, we're, I'm starting to see that we're starting to throw this word influencer around way more. So now streamers are influencers. They're not just streamers. They're not just entertainers. Even the ones that have, like Dr. Disrespect, for example, who have characters, they're considered influencers. Yeah. But they don't really have influence right it's more of we can utilize your audience as like a i guess what's it called like uh some to go through someone a leeway yeah like a jumping off point like i guess like a pipeline a I, gate yeah sort of like a a gateway hey you're well no like, troy failed english i feel like no, actually, no. I failed math, but no. I'm I'm saying like, so brand, like brands and companies are going through influencers and streamers and entertainments and celebrities, um, to to get to a wider audience. But they don't care. Like these, these people don't have influence. They're not influencing anything. People like brands are just using the the audience. Well, like they're a, they're a pathway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they're yeah. not they're not because there's a difference between being an influencer and having influence like influence is like if you speak out and say something people like oh i want to get behind you and back you because you like you believe in this not yeah hey check out my go like go check out my latest instagram post and like this and do this and like people are gonna go like it but they're not buying they might not be buying that shit yeah it's just like the the instagram like chick who had like 30 like 3 million followers and she couldn't sell like 30 shirts yeah because it's not people people aren't like there for the what you're pushing they don't believe in that They're yeah just there for you and now you you slap this time well anyway i'm starting to like ramble and get off point but i think there's a difference between an artist and a celebrity i think a celebrity is just yeah you can be a like a celebrity and, and be an artist like i feel like the celebrity thing is just you're well known in the public right 
where versus like an artist is like you have a talent like you can act you can dance you can paint you can do all these things like even if, if you're even if you're a twitch streamer and you create a character like dr dr disrespect or i would say like to some extent ninja like i feel like ninja is himself but ninja is also a character right um i feel like to some extent pokimane is herself but also pokimane is a character like you you can be a character and still be an artist but i think it's moving away from that where streamers aren't really being artists some streamers aren't being artists and it's more of you're a form of entertainment but like you're not an entertainer or like i guess you can you're be a, a medium yeah or yeah or you're a celebrity entertainer at the end of the day you're a medium yeah yeah like you're, you're not like, like you're well known but you're not an artist like you're not someone who's you're yeah because like the, I, and, and the thing is like someone probably will get mad and say like but there's an art to streaming and it's kind of like yes and no like anyone can get up and i'm not saying that anyone can get up and be a successful streamer because that doesn't work in any field you can't just get up and be successful right away right unless you're like an industry plant but anyone can get up and start streaming that isn't just because you wake up and decide hey i'm gonna go buy some pc equipment and be a streamer and play games something i already do and stream it that doesn't make it special that doesn't make you special but it's about how much you do invest in the creativity that you put behind your stream that can make you an artist that can make you go from just being an entertainer to a celebrity well i think i think also like i think i think a youtuber is a non like vlogger youtuber or maybe even sometimes a vlogger is more of an artist than a twitch streamer because they're usually creating original content and yeah. especially some of the early YouTubers who would create short films and stuff like that were real artists. Well, that's what I mean, because then even then you can look at them and say like, oh, you're a photographer, you're a videographer, yeah. like a, a choreographer, like whether you're dancing, all, yeah. all these things like you're creating something versus we're streaming. It's like all you really have to do is push a button start streaming and then play again like yeah we have irl streaming yeah now, and i mean even even those even like musicians who str- who live stream and stuff like that you're not there for the street you're not a streamer you're a musician first yeah and, and then I think you're that's a streamer where people kind of get it mixed up and yeah where you get like well i think affiliates have you know that that big-headed ego Listen, thing man, regardless, affiliates but, have their head up their ass but i think but i think when it comes to like the musician like not, not affiliates them, and some things yeah some of them um <laughs> enough of them but I think that's where it gets confusing and gets convoluted is we're starting to just throw the word celebrity around and we're starting to lose sight of what an artist is. And again, there are streamers who are artists, but not every streamer is an artist. Yeah. And I and I know some people are probably going to give me shit for it and be like, how could you say like well, streamers aren't artists? Because artist, like, artist you're not creating can, Artists something. can be streamers. Not all streamers can be artists. Yeah. We'll leave and, it at that. And, and, but I also want to like throw out there like just because you're playing this and yeah you're having a laugh and you're creating this inner this form of entertainment it's still not like 100 percent original because if you're playing the same game and you get scared at the same part or blah 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 and someone else does it, it's like how's that original if you guys are like you didn't create the game you didn't design the game at what point like how does this make you an artist versus someone who's streaming themselves create yeah well sometimes at the end of the day it's like what makes you what makes you different than a than a person who does reaction videos. Mm. You're reacting to an experience. Yeah. A, an experience that you never created. 
don't get me wrong, I do I do feel that streamers work a lot and they 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 stream a lot and they 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 have their hustle and all that stuff. Yeah, but that's what so, I don't want to take away. But I don't sometimes wanna... at the end of the day, you are kind of a uh, your reaction person. You're reacting to something that you didn't create. You're reacting to a video game that you're playing that you had no part in. Yeah. On top of that, kind of to move past this, but also to pose a question. So when I do some of the research for the podcast, right, and I'm reading articles, I notice that a lot of the time, and again, I get it, it's a popularity thing. Why do you think journalists and consumers rely so much on the word of Dr. Disrespect, Shroud, Tim the Tatman, Ninja? Popularity. Because I've I've started to realize again when I'm like when I'm doing the research is there's so many articles that uh, come up in regards to them and it it'll be like really minor stuff like I saw an article when I was doing some research for or picking articles Doctor for Disrespect has a burrito. No, it was it was more of like I think the article it said something about Shroud watching the the uh, Xbox E3 press conference and there was a flight simulator and someone in his stream was like he was like oh like he was watching it and someone in his stream was like oh, how much are you getting paid to stream this or to say that you want to play this or that you're interested in it? And, like, Shroud banned him. And it was kind of like... It was kind of like a joking thing where he's like, I wish I was getting paid for it. I wish. But, like, he still banned the dude. And it's kind of like... I understand how you could react to that in the way that he did. But it's like, you're a streamer. You do get paid to, like, market games. How do people not know that you're saying this just to... But also, like, why do we care? No, that's that's what I'm saying. Like... How do we? How do you get angry at someone who you're known to take money to promote a game, right? You then ban the person, probably out of frustration. But like, why do why do well, not I think, uh, I us two put I think, so much like backing into like? I think oh, for, Shroud banned for, this dude for saying him, this. For Shroud, I think it comes from a place of like sometimes I just really just like a game and then I don't I'm not getting paid and I think that was a frustration thing but I think the biggest thing is why people why do all these like news outlets immediately like report anything that these people do yeah and it's mainly like those like that because and I think it's because again it's a popularity I think if somebody else was popular they would be like yeah they because they they assume that's how they're gonna get hits because it's like oh if I write about like Dr. Disrespect all his fans are gonna read this article we're going to get, you know, we're going to get all his fans hitting this article and we're going to get more traffic to our website. I think that's what it is. Oh, if I write this article about Ninja, oh, all those people who love fucking Ninja, who fucking buy the Ninja underwear and stuff, they're going to read this article and be like, oh, Ninja's lead it? Oh, let me look at what's going on. I think that's what it's about. I think it's about their, you, again, it's, it's, uh, it's using these popular people to promote your own stuff or to have people come to your stuff. So if you're writing these articles about so-and-so and so-and-so, people you're, hoping, you're hoping that you're going to draw the audience of that person to come to look at your content. And then they're going to stick around and maybe click on another random fucking article. And then they're going to read articles. And then eventually they're going to be like, oh, this is a decent website. I'll mark it in my bookmarks and hit it and visit it in the mornings when I'm fucking taking my morning shit, you know? I think mm-hmm. that's what it is. I think it kind of goes back to the streamers being marketers as well. Well, but yeah, absolutely. We can close out with one final topic. Uh, Phase. They're back at it again, boys. <sighs> I don't want to do this. Or Banks is no, back I at it again. I don't want to well, do well, it. Let me, let me ask this. Did you see the video of uh, the score put out, the score esports put out uh, with them talking to Tifu's lawyer? Yes. I'm... T- <sighs> 
I'm with Tifu again. Uh, I mean, at this point, I'll say it. Fuck it. I'm biased. I'm Tifu biased. Yes. Yeah. I'll give him that. Especially after the rant. Like, fuck it. Like, the lawyer made some good points. Like, Face is in the wrong. And the fact that he even said, hey, Face gave Tifu all these contracts, but Tifu offered them a contract. They rejected it. And even though Tifu said, hey, it's not about the money, like, can you guys do this contract? Yeah. And again, FaZe was acting as a fucking talent agency when they weren't registered in the Cal- state of California. Also, they fucked up. And in the in the video, which is the fucking most hilarious shit to me ever, they 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 point out the fact that FaZe operates out of California. Their company is registered in Delaware, but Tifu's contract says anything that happens need to be ha- handled in the state of New York. <laughs> awesome. Why would legal action have to take place in New York if you operate out of L.A. and you're registered in Delaware? You have no business in New York. So why the fuck would you have someone to sign that? But as the lawyer said, if they actually were registered and, you know, that that contract would have never existed or never been approved. Um, but yeah, on top of that, again, there's more Tifu kind of update most of the lawyers were like oh we think it'll get settled or one of the lawyers was like we'll think we'll it'll be settled outside of you know court like we won't see much or hear much about yeah, it yeah. once it's actually settled i hope not because i want to see how this plays out for in what that's going to do for the industry um and i think that this will probably with the way some esports orgs are being run right now i think they will end up having to register as talent agencies because most of them are acting as talent agencies when they're not when they're not um because technically no sports team will go say, hey, we're a talent agency. They're going to say, hey, we're a professional sports team. This player can do X, Y, and Z as long as it doesn't conflict with our, cer- goal. uh, our goals. And- yeah, certain things. But And the thing is, is like with the, the streamer contracts and like some of the player contracts, I think it's looked at as an independent contractor. And apparently in the state of California, you can't say, hey, you can't work with this company or this company as an independent contractor. Yeah. Unless you're an employee, but they're not employees because like, the way their contracts work is saying, hey, you're not an employee. So it's like a bunch of fuckery. So that's why I want to see the uh, the lawsuit play out. Um, I'm going to try my best to keep an eye on it and yeah. see what occurs, even though I know you hate talking about it. But the reason I brought it up is because there was more Twitter beef in regards to Banks reacting and I believe Keemstar um, having beef with the this Twitter account called The Fortnite Guy and him calling out FaZe. And Keemstar coming to come into the rescue saying, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because Faye, I won't say FaZe, Banks and Keemstar are kind of trying to defend FaZe by saying that they had no part in signing uh, High Sky, the kid that's 11. The 13, he said he, I thought he was 13. He's not actually 13. He, uh, was, he said he was 13 at the time. Signing, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was 11, and I think now he's 12. And they're like, fuck, like they were saying, pretty much saying, like, fuck Tifu. He fucked up this kid's career. Now he's got to stream on YouTube with his mom watching. He got banned off Twitter. He got banned off Twitch. And it's kind of like, that's not Tifu's fault if you guys lied. He shouldn't even have been on those legally um, because technically you have to uh, accept the terms of agreement when you yeah. sign up for these sites. Yeah. So it's like, he he shouldn't have been on there in the first place. And now you're banning, you're, or you're, you're trying to start beefing, curse Tifu because he just put it out there. And it's like, People already were speculating it, and he just backed it up and said, nah, it's, like, confirmed. Yeah. So do you, again, or not again, but do you think Banks is trying to save face for his company because he's scared? Or do you think at this point it's just kind of, like, 
he doesn't know how to react to these situations. I think it's a little. I think it's a little. I think he originally, when everything got hit, he he overreacted, and he was just like, I don't know how to react, so I was just gonna be fucking angry and rant and go on and make a YouTube video and say I was betrayed and da 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 da. da. Now I think he's trying to clean up everything. I think he's doing a cleanup job and he's trying to be like, shit, I got to fucking save face for my own company because this is my fucking money. Yeah, I can see that. Because at the end of the day, it's his, it is, it's money. It's a business. Yeah, I think. And, I and think, the more this stuff fucking plays out, the more, the bigger chances he has of losing. So it's up to, I think his biggest thing is that he has to clean it up. I don't, and that's the thing. I think him attempting to clean it up, if this is what he's trying to do, I think it's fucking him over. Because I think if he just kind of kept his mouth shut and just didn't respond to the people that are like poking at him or saying things that he know that is gonna like rile him up. And again, he he said it himself, like I'm not the type of person to be quiet. But it's like, I think at this point, dude, when it comes to like your business and like the hot water that your whole like even the you I think it was keep your mouth shut and let I think it was the I think it was the. Phase Rainbow Six team. Yeah. Like they even got in trouble with like cheating. Yeah. So it's like, dude, there's so much shit going around your organization right now. Like you, you as an owner and like who's supposed to be like to some extent a face of it, you have to fucking lay low. Like you can continue to be the face of phase, but just like chill out on the controversy. I would say like chill out and let your, your, your teams handle. Yeah. You have a legal team for a reason. Yeah. The people who are trained to handle this kind of shit. Let them do it. Like, chill. And then if the legal team fucks up, that's when you come out and say, hey, we let go of the legal team that did this because they weren't handling the situation correctly. That's all you have to so say. So you when look it comes like to the that. good guy. Or even then. So it's like people are aware, hey, I didn't come out and say any of this shit. This is all the legal team. The legal team handled it poorly. Now, like, we're, you know, yeah, just like you did with the, the previous legal team. I'm not saying the current one is bad or anything, but I think he just needs to let his legal, he needs to let his team handle all the shit that's happening because for him, he's literally just like, I feel like he's going to, some somehow, somewhere, he's going to fuck it up. Or he, or if not, if he hasn't already, he is fucking it up. Yeah. But that was just my closing thoughts on things. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, and do we have, I, oh, yeah, that's it. That's the docket. You've been drinking way too much. No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. You bought in fucking a two liter, two two things of two liter beers. Yeah, and I've had like five sips. Your move, holy man. I don't go to church. So we're going to chug that and then go out to like Chelsea, you know. I'm ready for a nap, for a quick power nap. Okay. Guys. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 17? 19? 18. Wow. <laughs> episode 19. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 19 of Till Game Good Get Fuck. Oh, and then you try to give me shit for fucking it up the last time. And- Guys, thank you so much for listening no, 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 to no, 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 I got this. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 19 of Till Good Game Do Us Part. As usual, we appreciate you guys so much. This has been Henry and Troy. We appreciate you. We love you. And stay esports ready, y'all.